thanks for listening to the weirdest stories from around the world on Weird AF News with your host, Comedian Jonesy. Oh yeah, my voice is totally cooked. I stayed out way too late last night. So this is, this is what happens when Jonesy comes to New York City. It's just, you know, they, they don't sleep here. I don't know, what, I don't know how people do it. <laughs> it's, a, it's an international story. Uh, that's why I chose to give you the international weird AF news intro in the beginning of this episode. Check this out. A restaurant owner murders a man and then serves his remains to vegetarian diners and he gets instantly found out. And that's part of the, the title. Like it's like, and also instantly found out. <laughs> I don't know how, how quickly you get, I mean, I guess cause you're vegetarian. You're like, there's meat in my, there's meat in my plate. So you're found out, buddy. What is this meat? I don't know how they found out instantly that it was human meat. Because you could serve me a plate of meat, and I wouldn't be able to tell if it was human meat, I don't think. Like, if you put a bunch of sauce on it and shit. I mean, no. The only way I would know it was human meat is if I saw, like, I don't know, like I was poking through it, and there was, like, an iPhone in there or something. I'm like, oh, this is, I'm eating human right now because there's an iPhone in here. It's part of the remains. <laughs> So anyways, this happened in Bangkok. One night in Bangkok when I ate a person. Uh, patrons at a vegetarian restaurant in Bangkok, Thailand, were turned off when they found chunks of meat in their food. But they were even more disgusted once they discovered it was human flesh. Although the restaurant goers didn't initially realize it was human meat on their plates. Yeah, I, I figured they wouldn't. I mean, you have to be like really gifted to pick out human flesh out of a plate of flesh, I'd imagine. They reported the vegetarian establishment to the authorities because, it, you know, you can't be serving meat if you're a vegetarian establishment. Apparently, that, that, that upset them. Um, upon further investigation, police made a grisly and disturbing discovery. The remains of a missing 61-year-old who had frequented the restaurant were discovered in the kitchen, which was covered in blood. I mean... That should raise eyebrows right there when your vegetarian kitchen is covered in blood. I don't know how you... How, how come the other employees didn't speak up about this? I don't understand. Like, if you're... if you're, So the owner killed a guy and has him served? Was, was, the, was the cook, like, okay with that? The cook's like, hey, um... You know, I know, I know you want me to serve some of this flesh, but, like, just FYI, you know, we don't do that here. Like, as you see, look at... I got a lot of um, root vegetables... And uh, some kale and asparagus, uh, if you look closely to uh, my ingredients. And uh, I normally don't handle, and, you know, and I don't work in the flesh department, typically, is what I'm trying to say here. So, and, but then the guy was like, cook up this man and feed, just do it. The busboy didn't say anything? Nothing? I mean, I just don't understand how you... Your kitchen spattered with blood. That means other employees must have seen it. I mean, even the waitstaff, like, peeks into the kitchen. Wow, blood on the walls. Oh, something's up. Fishy. No? <laughs> Strange to me. I get a feeling like uh, anything goes in Thailand, right? <laughs> now, the victim is named uh, Prasit Impathorn. Impathom. And was last seen having drinks at the restaurant on October 21st. According to local reports, the man had allegedly then got into a fight with the restaurant owner. He was killed in the altercation, and the owner devised a plan to serve the body to the clients as a way to dispose of it and avoid discovery. That's not how you do it, man. I mean, these criminals have the worst plans. This is, I mean, 
you're a vegetarian restaurant. You're, you're like, this is the best way for me to avoid discovery, to serve the, the man that you killed at your vegetarian restaurant. I mean, you got to be... Did you just step off the dum-dum truck? I mean, I don't understand. <laughs> Apparently, according to the police, the suspect is still at large. He's disappeared. Yeah, well, you got to disappear if you're um, murdering people and serving them in... <laughs> Hey, welcome to my vegan restaurant. You want to hear the specials? Yeah. Uh, old man kebabs. <laughs> We're dealing... Uh, it's, it's, I, I've, I've made this uh, delicious old man toes and fingers curry that you'll, you'll be into. Unbelievable. Disturbing reports of cannibalism apparently surface from time to time, and you might hear them on Weird AF News. I'm not going to lie. And earlier this year, a story was bouncing around the internet alleging that a new restaurant had opened in Tokyo and that it was serving human meat. <sighs> but then, multiple sources, including the Japanese government, confirmed the story was entirely fake. Uh, however, a real-life cannibal couple was arrested in Russia in 2017 after they allegedly killed and ate at least 30 victims. My goodness, I didn't hear about that. That's amazing. I should dive deeper into that story. The couple's names are Nat Natalia Bakshiva and Dmitry Bakshiv. They reportedly made meat pies from human flesh and attempted to get local restaurants to sample them. Unbelievable. I mean, all these people think they can just pass off human meat into the culture? You think you're not going to get away with this? I don't, I don't get it. You just got to go old school with your, with your victims' bodies, you know? Bury them in the woods. I mean, you, you just bury them in the forest. You can't go wrong. This whole, this whole, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna chop up the things and put them. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put some of the pieces in the in this recycling bin and put some of the other pieces. Of, like your your plans of chopping up the bodies and getting rid of them, it's just not working out, man. You know, certainly not feeding them to your neighbors in meat pies. That's not gonna, that's not working out either. In other words, you're giving the, you're, you're giving the, like the, that's evidence. You, you, there's physical evidence, and you're. Putting the physical evidence in the hands of other people, you gotta just, you just gotta go old school, man, and throw it in the ocean or something. <laughs> what do I know about disposing of bodies? Jeez, I'm just a comedian. I have no idea, no clue. I mean, I do. I have watched a lot of crime shows, and I can see how you don't do it. And I've read a lot of articles about stupid criminals, apparently. So I can tell you right there from that experience, I, what you don't do. What you don't do is you you feed flesh in a, at a vegetarian restaurant. Study shows that people who drink their coffee black are more likely to be psychopaths. Um, just FYI, I am a black coffee drinker. And, well, I guess I'm kind of a psychopath on some level. <laughs> uh, I'm a, and and I, once again, what are, you, what are we wasting time with these studies for? Who really gives a damn, right? Who, it's nobody's business how we drink our coffee, Okay. I don't need some researchers telling me what I'm more likely to do or not do because of the way that I drink my coffee. I mean, that's just, that's ridiculous, by the way. And I don't believe you, study, researchers, scientists, in quotes. <laughs> this is from, by the way, uh, all right, let me, I have to do all this on my phone because of my equipment, I have faulty equipment because I'm on the road, awful. Um, let's see here. This article begins with, let's get right to the point. Are you a psychopath? All right, let's be honest with ourselves. Are we? Yeah, maybe. If you're not sure, 
like, for example, you don't have a weird dungeon in your basement, then how you take your coffee may provide some clues to whether or not you are a crazy person. Well, certainly everybody in Florida is drinking their coffee black, then that's, that's happening. Um, <laughs> now, a study conducted at the University of Innsbruck in Austria surveyed more than 1,000 adults. They took four different personality tests that examined traits like narcissism, aggression, sadism, and psychopathy. Psychopathy is a word, apparently. The study found people who like black coffee often had psychopathic or sadistic traits. It also found people who enjoyed bitter foods also had personalities that were a little bit prickly and unpleasant as well. Huh. It's sort of a new take on you are what you eat, is what this article is saying. I don't... I'm not into this. I'm not into this at all. That's all the article says. It doesn't cover anything. I'm going to see details of the study. I don't believe this. By the way, a thousand people, that's all you, that's all you, 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 you polled or whatever. I don't, I don't, I'm not into these studies. You know, look, I hate to, I hate to, look at, I took sociology in college, but I hate to, I hate to put down sociological research, but I mean, come on, man. You get, they get all their data mostly from, not all, uh, they get a lot of their data from questionnaires. Like, hey, fill out this questionnaire to, so I can determine how much of a psychopath you are. And then you answer questions like, oh, in one through five, it, it, five being the least likely, uh, you, you see someone leaves their purse on a park bench. You take it. <laughs> you don't take it. And then people fill out a survey and then they take that data and then they extrapolate from that and they say, okay, these are psychopaths because these are, this is what we got from the people who filled out the information. Who fills out that information accurately and honestly all the time? It, you know, it depends on my mood. I may breeze through. I may not want to answer all the questions. I may skip some questions. I may, it depends on my mood. And then you're going to go by my word. You're going you're gonna to just implicitly go by my honest answer to you, the, question, the questionnaire. I mean, come on. Sociology is like not scientific. I'm sorry. <laughs> There's a bunch of sociologists out there like, how dare you, Jonesy? No. You wish you, were, you, wish you, you wish you were closer to physics. You have physics envy. You think you can have studies like physics, but you can't. When at the end of the day, you're getting your data by people answering a questionnaire, get the hell out of here. This isn't research, all right? And I don't buy the results of this study. I know a lot of black coffee drinkers, and they're not crazy people. They're quite nice. You know, I don't, you know, I'm a little crazy, but sure. But I've been crazy for a long time and I haven't been drinking coffee, black coffee all my life. All right. But I have been kind of crazy all my life. All right. And and listen, you should be drinking your coffee black. You know what? That's, that's the only way to do it. There are countries where they don't, they don't put cream in coffee. You tell me entire countries where they take their coffee very seriously. And if you take your coffee seriously, you do not put cream and sugar in it. Well, maybe a little bit of sugar, but you do not mix cream in it. You drink it black if you take your coffee seriously. There are countries who take their coffee seriously. You mean to tell me they're all psychopaths over there? Get out of here. Your research in Austria. Get out of here with this research. Cure my nut allergy for crying out loud. Get out. <laughs> I love you guys. And if you drink your coffee black, don't, don't feel bad about it. You enjoy your coffee black, okay? Don't feel like you got to be guilty and that you're a crazy person. No. You, you, have, you have taste and you have class if you're drinking your coffee black. And you know what? And I'll have a cup of coffee with you black for certain, for sure. And we can talk about crazy shit because maybe we are crazy at the end of the day. 
scientists say that the mysterious object called Uma, Umuamua <laughs> may actually be an alien spacecraft. Yeah, it may be a lot of things. Um, <laughs> the article starts off by saying, maybe it's an alien spacecraft. Yeah, maybe. Maybe it's a... Maybe it's a football stadium from the future. <laughs> Scientists have been puzzling over Oumuamua ever since the mysterious space object was observed tumbling past the sun in late 2017. Did you guys hear about this object? I didn't hear about this object. Usually I like to get it. I like to dive into uh, alien, alien news as well. Um, I don't cover a whole hell of a lot of it on Weird AF News. I should do a little bit more of it. Well, you know, you tell me if you like to hear more alien news. But a lot of times it's just the same old crap, you know. It's like, oh, scientists say that, that this may be an alien spacecraft. At the end of the day, we don't know what the hell that stuff is. So, um, but I do, I do dive in, and I like this stuff. I didn't know about this object though, a muamua. What a cool name! Um, it sounds like it's um, a, a Hawaiian dance, to be honest with you. Given its high speed, its unusual trajectory, the reddish stadium-sized whatever it is had clearly come from outside our solar system. Wow, the, the article says stadium-sized after I already said a football stadium. Wow, that's pretty weird. That's called a coincidence. <laughs> okay, it's clearly coming from outside our solar system. Yeah, okay. But its flattened, elongated shape and the way it accelerated on its way through the solar system set it apart from conventional asteroids and comets. Now a pair of Harvard researchers are raising the possibility that Uma Muamuamuamuamuamuamuamuamuamuamuamuamuamuamuamuamuamuamuamuamuamuamuamuamuamuamuamuamuamuamuamuamuamuamuamuamuamuamuamuamuamuamuamuamuamuamuamuamuamu
race, whatever you want to call it. We call it race here, but we're earthbound. Race is an earthbound term, let's be real. We don't know what we're dealing with out there as far as beings go. And I'm just going to call them entities. I don't even know what they are. They could be made of our dreams, for crying out loud. We don't even know. They don't even have to be physical. Imagine. They could come from some other... They could be interdimensionary. I mean, we don't know what we're dealing with, but whatever it is, it's going to be way, way more advanced than us. So advanced technology beyond our understanding if they're able to, you know, move about the, the entire universe, they're not going to send something that looks like a rock over here to probe us. You've got to be out of your mind. <laughs> what are these research, researchers smoking? Or maybe they're not smoking enough. <laughs> you, need to, you, you scientists need to get really high before you publish your shit, I'm telling you. Or even before you decide to dive into the world of study. Because you're, you're a bunch of idiots. I'm sorry. They're studying stupid stuff like sh- what kind of music fish enjoy. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, what is going on with the world of scientific inquiry? It's a joke. We're so far from Socrates, it's just pathetic. <laughs> and yet these people are giving money for this shit. I mean, I just can't even... I got a way... Hey, I got a better way you can spend all your scientific dollars, guys. Just uh, take your money and throw it out the window. <laughs> If you're not going to save our planet with it, just throw it out the window. I mean, I've been saying this over and over again. Anyways, we could do an alien debate. I could debate aliens all days. I'll tell you right now, I am on top of of UFO uh, UF, ufology. I'm on top of it, and I'll tell you what that stuff. I'll tell you what that stuff isn't. We could argue all day long. It's not. I'll tell you right now. It's not entities sending a little craft over here to check us out. <laughs> okay. That's not what's going on. If you think that's what's going on, you need to smoke some weed and open up your brain a little bit. <laughs> that is not what's going on. You have advanced technology. If you want to check out another place, look at how we do it. We, right now, with our technology, if we want to check out uh, a different place or culture, let's say an island, we would send a tiny little drone over. And that's with our technology. Never mind a crazy advanced technology. Can you imagine what they would send to check us out? They would not be detected if they didn't want to be detected. Let's just put it that way. Never mind the amount of UFO sightings that you have here already. With like, there's, you ever been a MUFON, the website? There's like 20,000, 50,000 reportings. I mean, that's not how you check somebody out, okay? That's about as subtle as showing up to your front door with a tank. Hey, I'm here. Anyways, that's just my opinion. But call Weird AF News. Give me your opinion. Uh, 646-450-2012. You can email me, funnyjones at gmail.com or uh, DM me at funnyjones on Instagram or Twitter. All right. Hey, what's up, weirdos? This is Jonesy recording live from New York City where I'm very hungover uh, and I'm starting to lose my voice and it's, it hasn't stopped raining yet and I'm probably going to get a cold. <laughs> Welcome to the East Coast. <laughs> it's raining all the time. <laughs> oh, I'm drinking my coffee black because uh, I'm a psycho. Um, and I wanted to give some shout-outs and some thank yous. Uh, first off, uh, I got a new patron uh, by the name of Jeff Coleman, who just became uh, who just joined my, my Patreon. And uh, so I want to give a big, big shout-out and a special uh, love and appreciation for uh, Jeff Coleman. Appreciate that very, very much, Jeff. Uh, I appreciate all my all my patrons. And I'm up to 20. Isn't that amazing? I don't even think I had 20 fr- fans of the show. <laughs> now I've got 20 patrons. This is unbelievable. We're building a weird AF empire, guys. Unbelievable. 
I'm so pleased. So if you want to check out my Patreon, it's pretty easy. There's a link in the description of the podcast. You can also go to patreon.com slash weirdafnews. Pretty simple. And you can buy me some black coffee because <laughs> that's the way I drink it. And I ain't going to change. Uh, also, shout out to uh, Alfred, on my uh, one of my patrons, who uh, sent me a couple of really uh, weird videos uh, you can, cause you can, you can message me through the Patreon as well. And you sent me some videos. Uh, I always love to hear from my patrons. Um, I give them special attention as they deserve. Uh, those of you who are my patrons and you haven't downloaded my comedy album yet. I don't know what you're waiting for. I give you a free download on there. You can have my whole comedy album for free. If you're a Patreon, if you're a patron, just download the damn thing. Give me some feedback. Tell me what you think of my standup. And, uh, I got some, well, not, it's not just standup on there. There's a little, there's a, there's little scenes in there, audio scenes with some of my funny actor friends that I think you'll enjoy. So check that out. If you want to buy the album straight out, you can go to uh, jonesy.com and uh, use the discount code weirdo and you get 50% off my album. So it's 10 bucks. So you'll get it for five bucks. Yeah. So check out my stand-up. If you happen to be in New York tonight and tomorrow, uh, I have shows. And then I'll be in Boston on Thursday, November 8th. Let me know if you're up there. I'll be performing in Harvard Square. Harvard Square. Dude, I'm going to be telling friggin' jokes in Harvard Square, son. Uh, and then I'll be visiting my folks and all that. Then I'll be back to New York on the uh, 11th, 12th, and 13th. And I have more shows. So if you're here, let me know. Shout out to Trevor on Instagram who wrote me a nice little note. He said, uh, Jonesy, love your podcast. podcast. My girlfriend and I listen every day on our Amazon Echo at home here in Sacramento. Funny stuff, man. Hope NYC is treating you good, brother. And then he sent me a hilarious video as well. So thank you, Trevor. Thanks for reaching out. You guys can reach out on my Instagram too. It's, uh, it's at Funny Jones. You can also see some of the photos and video clips of um, my, my, the fun I'm having in New York City and all my funny, talented friends. We had a show last night, man, where I, had, I booked about four of my close musician friends here in New York City. So we did, I did some comedy. I booked another comedian. And then I had four mu- musician friends. And they rocked, man. Oh man, this show was so good. I got some really talented friends here, and I, you know, I forgot how, how much I miss, how, how much I miss my talented friends here in New York City. Um, if you want to see some live music in New York City, I'll tell you who you you need to go see. Just hit me up, because my friends are so good. Uh, we had a blast last night. Obviously, uh, what else do you need to know? I guess that's it. Oh, just an update on the phone calls. I know I haven't been publishing phone calls too much because I, I don't have my computer with me, and I thought I could do it on the computer at the place I'm staying, but I'm struggling with that um, because, among other things, it's a PC, and I don't use PCs. Secondly, it's really old, and it really doesn't do much, so I'm really, in order for me to get at those calls, I got to get through my Google Google, uh, account and get into the into the Google Voice, like in the innards of it and stuff, and it just, it's just hard, so I'm still trying to figure that out. Because I know I got a bunch of calls and I need to publish them, so please forgive me. I'm on, I'm kind of on a vacation now, so, you know. Uh, so just you know, we're, we're lucky. I'm doing the shows every day. How about that? Okay. Uh, you want your cake too? <laughs> I'm just playing. Listen, I love you guys. Drink your coffee black. Stay weird. <laughs>